Like to me, the TV is the computer inside. The screen is the screen, right? Is this a television? This is a television of Theseus argument right now. But then he forgot mm. to bring the new remote, so we had a functioning <laughs> TV with no remote. And these TVs don't have buttons anymore. It has one button. Huh. <laughs> it's which, great. At which point, the PlayStation 5's, like, you know, HDMI control, it can turn the TV on, it can turn it off, it can do all that stuff. That came quite handy for a couple of days while we waited for a guy to literally <laughs> come back with a new remote. Oh. So, so you can at least use the PS5. Well, now that we got the remote, we can use the TV again, and everything all is well. I was able to reset up the TV with the right color profiles, and now what? You know, I can install the apps I want. I have a TV again, and life is good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all good to is hear. well. Oh, that's good to hear. So you're no longer living the pl the PlayStation is the TV. Well, for about a week and a half, I was living the iPad is the TV. <laughs> Come, children, crowd round the iPad, and we shall watch the news. <laughs> that is amazing. You joke, but that's basically uh, what we were doing. <laughs> oh, no, no. I 100% I, I understand. Very, very frustrating. We actually had like at least two shows where we were on the finale and we paused. We're like, no, no, no. We will watch this when the TV is fixed. We're going to do this properly. <laughs> <laughs> we should wait for the... <laughs> We shall wait for the promised one to return. <laughs> Look, Scrubs has an amazing series finale. We were watching that properly. <laughs> uh, all joking aside, hi, welcome to Indulgently Minimal. I'm Moggy, and I'm joined this week by Jeff. Hi. And Murdoch. Hello, everyone. I don't know why I was so high-pitched and distant during that. And this week, we are talking about TVs. Because while ah, yes. while I have gone through the, you know, two weeks of suffering, somebody in this podcast doesn't even have a TV. Yeah, arguable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have a TV. No, you have a laptop, you have computer monitors, you have iPads, you don't have a television, right? Well, but what are you what are you referring to by a television? I, I I definitely have a relic of the mid ages. I'm not even gonna call it an old you know television, but I do have a 40 inch TV. Okay, yeah, you have a, a te an old 1080p 40 inch TV. That's, that's terrifying. When when did 1080p become old? Uh, like basically, I'm gonna say around about the same time I got a 4K TV. Before that, it was perfectly acceptable and adequate. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'll put it around sometime around uh, 2018, 2018, 2019. The yeah. whole on wait, how old is my TV? 2014. Uh, what I got you my need to do is around 2014. Okay, no, that is you, that is old, sir. That is if you, actually if you cut old. it in half and count the rings, it should tell you how old it is. <laughs> Not as old as uh, my Sony Bravia 1080p TV, which is still alive and kicking in my parents' house. That that was oh, like man. a 2010 TV, and that's still that going still, strong. That thing's still going strong. Yeah, mm. it's a great TV. No, a good TV oh, yeah. like will last like a trooper. But I know I feel like they don't. So. They don't. They, I still don't think they build them like they used to. I think every generation it, they are getting worse in that respect. I think as they become more like delicate inside, like you know, more computers, more you know, delicate components, they are failing more. There's more things to go wrong. 
you know. Mm. Although saying that, like, I mean, I have fond memories of the TVs that are the same size in every direction, but like, I think there was actually an awful lot inside them that could go wrong. Mm. Um, so maybe I'm looking back on like rose tinted goggles, but the Sony has has endured. Well, the television I have, uh, the television I have is a Sony Bravia from a, a slightly older sort of generation. I, I remember a part of this process. I remember when I was looking for a television, it was just at the cusp of when all the smart TVs were starting to come to market. Ugh, and I, I remember those early generation of smart TVs were, they were, they were bad. Well, they were basically um, putting like old, like when I say like cell phone processors in those chips, I mean old, cheap bad cell phone processors. Like, you know, you'd press mm. a button and you'd be like, okay, so let's open up the app menu. Click, waiting. 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 Still waiting. Mm. Is it, boop, oh, there it is. Which app do we want? Click. Waiting. Waiting. <laughs> I, I, and then it moves like... I, I remember this. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. they were bad. Thankfully, they are not that bad anymore. Like, at least mine, which is a Samsung, like, the UI is blessedly solid. I'm not going to say it's amazing, but it's solid. Hmm. Oh. That, that was my consideration for the TV I got then, basically. I wasn't looking for, you know, uh, I wasn't looking for a flashy, smart TV, all these smart features where you speak on TV, turn on TV, show me the news kind of thing. Or, you know, TV, turn on Netflix. I don't remember if Netflix was, that Netflix was not a thing back then. It was, but it was well, where, it, like, Americans would rent their DVDs from them. Ah, okay, I see. Uh, uh, do you remember but, those DVDs? I guess I guess it was things like you know the the YouTube app maybe, yeah, mm. or or potential for installing applications like that. I I think the idea of the app market for the smart TV wasn't really a thing. It was whatever you got with the TV then. Um, but I definitely remember wanting the television primarily for a gaming console, mm. and almost all of the smart TVs at that time had an inherent problem of like you know having extremely high input latency. So as you mentioned, you know, you click a button on the remote. In this case, it's a, you know, uh, a, a game controller. You push the jump button. Jump. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, latency. That, 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 was, that was the problem with latency. Latency. That, that was the issue. So I, I, I wanted, like, you know, a bare bones, almost monitor rather than a television then. And mm -hmm. it was funny because, you know, they were, they were trying to upsell me. Look, this is the new one with all the smart features. It's even cheaper than this TV that you're looking at. Nope, give me that one. <laughs> I know what I, I want. I don't want any of this stuff. Yep. That is very, um, that is very important sometimes knowing if, when you know exactly what you want. That's very, very useful when you're doing the research on buying something new. I think that's oh, a yeah. thing we're going to come back to over and over on the show is that knowing what you want, knowing what you need, that's key to, you know, smart buying. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, TVs are interesting because I think, you know, depending on what stage of your life you are in, like a lot of us can happily use, especially like a nice desktop PC setup. Like for years, that was my way of watching TV because I would just chill out in my office, watch, watch it. And then if I was like, you know, hanging out with people, I would go out. Like I didn't really use my I should say our, I used to share a house with Jeff here. Uh, we didn't Hi. use our sitting room very much, <laughs> but it was kind of like a, a chicken and an egg situation because while we lit like our lifestyle, if we wanted to go and, you know, watch like sports, we would go out. If we were hanging out with friends, we didn't watch TV. 
At the same time, our television at that time was way too small for the room. Like it was comically yeah. small. It was like having a little <laughs> post-it note on the, on the wall, and you were sitting at the other end of the room. It was it mm. was you could it was there. It was clearly there. It was very obvious, but you just couldn't see anything on it very well I, I, I feel like i feel like there, there there's definitely been an increase in like you know what is an acceptable tv size over the years as well mm -hmm. i don't think well the room like, we had was actually enormous for you know like a an english mm. living room especially in a modern built house like i think if memory mm. serves the the room was about six meters long and we had a 32 mm. inch tv on the wall it was comically small because the yes. couch was at one end and the wall was at the other so you were literally as far away from the tv as you could be and I mean, that's that, that that that's a little tv in the barbershop yeah yeah, yeah it really was like a 32 inch tv like i used to have that tv in a bedroom at the end of a you know like a a two meter bed. A box room yeah, like, no, mm. I, I would sit at the bed. Like, this was when I was a teenager. I would sit at the bed, and then the screen was at the end of the bed. <laughs> That's what that TV was purchased mm. for. It was not designed for the situation it ended up in. Um, but it actually mm. meant that we didn't use the room so much because, you know, you couldn't... You We did sit and watch movies in there, like, and you could, like, move things closer, but then you're craning your neck up, which mm. wasn't very nice. Like, mm. and... And I think that's an interesting way to like approach the question of even like, do I need a TV? It's a, I, I do feel like a television, at least in today's day and age, is a very social thing. Like we watch yeah, television as a social so. thing, you know, with well, our girlfriends, with always... our friends, with our wives, husbands. You know, that's what we use television for. Watching like shows you know watching movies on your computer is a very solitary thing it doesn't work so well when you try to get other people to crowd around your little desk you know mm. yeah yeah it, it it does depend on the size of monitor you have going on um i think you'd need something upwards of like 27 inches at, at a reasonable distance uh, if you want people around but even that gets a little too you know uh well you toasty you know, the, maybe it's cozy mm. and, you know, like the way we use desks, like you've obviously got a chair, like suddenly you're like having to like, mm -hmm. you know, when you're using your desk as it's intended to, you are kind of like crammed right in front of everything. You know, if people mm -hmm. are trying to watch what you want them to watch, they've got a, a whole like, you know, you in the way. So you've got to like suddenly like <laughs> reel yeah. yourself away. And then it, it's not conducive to like a chilled out, like, you know, once your friends start having kids, it's completely off the table. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh no, much. no, definitely, definitely. And, and and it's interesting for like television sizing, basically. The, the, the 40 inch television served me really well during my time like at, at university. Um, serving me well when I was, you know, staying in a very small, like, studio apartment. Um, even watching with, like, one or two other friends, like, you know, the, the occasional movie, it, it, it was nice and comfy. I've since moved, and, like, there's a couch now in front of the TV, and it's proving to be uncomfortable. The couch or the TV? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. The, 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 the couch is a trap. Conversation for another time, for sure. The couch is an absolute <laughs> trap. I've had people accidentally fall asleep thing, fall asleep on the couch one time, ah. times, including ah. myself. This is a couch that's too um, comfy. 
Mm. <laughs> Basically. Uh, Goldilocks on the three couches, anyone? Um... <laughs> yeah, this Starbucks couch is terrible and it's completely un unsittable for more than half an hour. Almost as if they want us <laughs> to drink our coffee and leave. Anyway. be onto something there. Anyways, like this 40-inch this TV was fine if you're sat in an armchair, like, you know, two or three meters away, maybe. Um, as, as soon as it gets past a certain distance, like right now, there's about a four meter gap between like uh, wall to wall where the TV is facing the couch. Mm -hmm. and, and this 40 inches is starting to prove um, a little small. Like it is not immersive. It's watchable, but it is not immersive. And, mm. and to like chime back in on our experience with the very small TV, like movies and television is one thing but gaming especially like with modern games which have like a lot going on like i'm playing right now uh, horizon uh what's the new one called um forbidden west forbidden west and it's a very busy game like graphically it's beautiful but like i've tried playing games like i remember back in the day trying to play like some of the assassin's creed games on this tv and you can't actually see your character against like the backdrop of like cities or, you know, like uh, forests and all like the, the graphics that are going on. Suddenly it's actually difficult to make out your character. And that's just a complete non-starter oh. for gaming. So like a bigger yeah, screen much. and especially like uh, a bigger screen with like, you know, HDR, 4K, whatever. It actually, it, it's very useful. Like when you're in a, like a larger space to actually see what's going on and go, oh, that's my character. And that's the thing that's trying to kill me. Mm. <laughs> Ah, well, which also begs the question, what are you driving? <laughs> your your games of Horizon Forbidden West on? I may have finally found a PlayStation 5. Our congratulations <laughs> in order. I mean, this isn't news yeah. if you paid attention if you were paying attention to what I said up top, I did mention the PlayStation 5 which rescued the remoteless situation. But yes, uh, I did finally look out. I logged into one of our um one of our local big box stores here where I live mm. and they mm. had stock and I got uh, Horizon, I got Death Stranding which I haven't played yet. And yeah, it's For you know, shame. A, a 4K TV paired with a PlayStation 5. I just feel very, very happy to finally be in like, <laughs> wow, it's, I, I'm finally experiencing this two years after launch. <laughs> Ultra HD. Yes, the real immersive experience. Uh, that, 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 that's awesome. I, I think that's the other thing. Like with, with the bigger TVs and the, the, the higher resolutions, um, it, it kind of warrants the size Yes. Like, if you have the content to drive it, it really does warrant the size. If you're looking at the, you know, older media, maybe not so much. You can get away with, you know, lower resolution TVs. You can get away with, like, maybe smaller TVs. Um, but, like, with the direction most of our media consumption is heading this way, um, like, the, the bigger TVs do make a, an argument for themselves. Well... There's also the issue with bigger TVs that if you get like a large TV, especially like 50, I mean, I think the problem really shows itself at about 40 inches upwards, but especially at 50, 60 inches, 1080p mm. TVs, you actually start seeing pixels. Um. The, the You know, to fill a screen that big with a 1080p ratio, the pixels get quite large and you will see them. So that's where 4K really starts to make the argument for itself there as well. Um, mm. If you you know if you really value like that viewing experience, which 
you know, I'm not going to lie, like television is one of the ways I relax. I think that's the way a lot mm -hmm. of us relax, especially when we're tired and overworked. The ability to yeah. just sit down, turn on the TV and like turn your brain off for a few hours is invaluable mm. in you know, if you're working with your brain, like if you're working an office job, that kind of that kind of exhaustion, like even video games could be too much. So for yeah. me, uh, having yeah. a nice television that I can just sit down, you know, with good company and enjoy, that's a mm -hmm. very important thing for me. So I'm happy to, you know, spend the cash on getting something that makes that experience enjoyable as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, make, that, it makes, sense. makes sense. It makes perfect sense. That definitely makes sense. Like, uh, this has been like more recent for me as well. Uh, like, I've started to tune into some of the what I like to call brain rot TV shows. It's like you know, a whole bunch of nothing really happens. Um, yeah, but it, yeah. it's it's nice background noise. Um, like I've been doing this in front of a PC, and sometimes I do find myself wanting to just like relocate to the couch. Yeah, and th well, this is where the TV problem comes into play. Hmm. Yeah, sometimes you just need to... Sitting in a chair is fine, but sometimes you need that couch to sort of sit, you know, lay like a like a, <laughs> like a a Roman emperor of old, just, you know, fully sprawled out, grapes, blankets. Well, you know, and it's it, a social it, it needs decision. needs to happen sometimes. It's a social mm. decision as well, right? Like, mm. you know, if you want company. <laughs> what, to sprawl, like a, to sprawl like a Roman emperor eating grapes? Yes. Yeah, I mean, they don't... They don't, they don't the only thing going through my head right now is like, ah, oh, yes, what was his name? Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> See, our brains went very different places. I was thinking more of heathenism, but... Uh, <laughs> future army. Yeah. Jumbo, bring on the chocolate. Oh, yes. But no, I mean, it, it is a social decision as well, like, to either not have a TV or to not have a TV that suits the space. Because, like, when you've got people around, like we said, you need it, like, the room set up. It In today, the way we socialize today, we watch YouTube together, we watch Netflix together or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, having a TV that's suitable for the space is important. Otherwise, like you're detracting from that. You know, you may actually find you end up not hanging out at certain people's house because they don't have it's the setup not built for, it. for it. Yeah, yeah. They exactly, don't have the yeah. setup for it. Like of of the newer features that I think a lot of people found like you know almost invaluable, especially with the the very you know ADHD riddled generation. Um, like the ability to connect your phone to like a, a big screen. Yeah. Casting. I think the, the ability to the ability, yeah, mm. casting has been mass. I think that is has been massive for social uh, social gatherings because mm -hmm. it, it takes that sort of DJ responsibility away from an individual, and everybody can just put on, you know, what they're wanting as they're wanting it. it it's more inducive to a more fun social atmosphere. I've found. Mm. No, definitely, definitely. Um, and even if it isn't the sort of like active media, I've I've successfully used the television. If it's not big enough for like, you know, watching TV shows or movies, I've, I've used it as a digital fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, 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 went on to like YouTube an... and found a 10 hour loop of just like a, a, a fireplace. It was a very, very like therapeutic experience. Yeah. Don't ask me questions. <laughs> if it works, it works. No, it does, exactly. Uh, um, exactly. So, I think, Murdoch, uh, I think we are dancing around this. You have decided you want a proper TV for your space, right? I, I have. I have. Like, I don't have a set timeline for it, and I have a relatively loose budget for it. 
Mm-hmm. Like it is one of these things I am intending to acquire in in the not so distant future. One of the issues I've had was basically deciding sizing. Sizing is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, like initially, I was thinking, okay, maybe an upgrade from like you know forty inches to fifty five seems pretty okay. And 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 then I went into some of the stores, like some of the big box stores, where they had the TVs on display, and realized that fifty five is it's oh, bigger, is. it's nicer. Uh, what's the next step up? Like sixty, sixty five. Yeah, it. And I'm sat there at the back of my head thinking sixty, sixty five seems like a decent size for a TV. And I've done some side experimentation, basically. No, obviously nobody would normally have access to this. Like, I, I have access to a projector, which of I've decided you, to experiment with. <laughs> we use it for the occasional business, your impromptu business meeting, like set up shop in a cafe. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, so we're yeah. going to have our you know, projected. <laughs> you can project with the projections for next quarter. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I, was, I was just about to make that joke, Davin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pretty much, but I've I've done a little bit of experimentation with with the projector just to figure out what the sizing is, right? And and I've set up a thing. I've set up sixty five inches as as a potential like TV size, and realized, okay, this is doable, but we can go bigger. Still, <laughs> we can comfortably go bigger, and it's like it's not too big for the wall space, basically. No, oh, God. Uh, um, I will definitely say from my experience of buying uh, my television. Uh, I went 50 inch and it's nice for the space. It's a decent enough size. I don't think it's too small, but we could have easily gone bigger. I am at the point Mm -hmm. where I think basically the only limits on size are how much space you have and how much money you have. You can go almost as big as you want. And like because of the quality of 4K panels these days, and there are different technologies as well, which we'll talk about in a minute, but because of the visual Mm -hmm. quality, you can go much bigger than you used to be able to go mm-hmm. and not not quite have the, like, especially with like HDR, like color temperatures are just a little easier on the eyes. It's not like, you know, back in the day, if you bought like a 50 inch TV and you sat right next to it, you know, you're literally having your eyeballs like sizzled like a prime <laughs> steak. But uh, <laughs> me- memories from childhood, sad, like eyes glued to, you know, the tube TVs. Yeah. Makes plain why we're, you know, some of us are legally blind today. <laughs> Just because I'm not legally allowed to drive without my glasses doesn't mean I'm legally blind. <laughs> okay, uh, so I think now is a really good time to try and implement some of the things we've been talking about in previous episodes. Like, how do we go about buying something once we've made that decision the indulgently minimal way? It's mm. a very, very good question. Um, well, <laughs> the decision yeah, no. is... Well, the decision <laughs> is made. It's basically, yes, I, I do need a TV at this point. I've had, you know, social company over, and it is it has been nice having a screen. This one is starting to show signs of age, and I might be able to repurpose it or or, or sell it off uh, in the second-hand market or find something to do with it. But it's no longer fit to serve as as a primary display piece, as the center of a social setting. And in terms of sizing, determine definitely that, like, you know, 65 inches is the bare minimum. 
Well, and, right? and this is it. Well, this is it. I think you've you've uh, already done what we've mentioned before, which is asking yourself the questions: What do I need? Establishing that baseline: Do I need it? And when you say yes, I need it, what um, must I absolutely have? You know, mm. there's no point in like buying something that you know you sit there you get your another 40 inch TV and you're in exactly the same problem that you you've determined. <laughs> You know, where, and then and then the next step is to sort of like maybe put a, either a ceiling on it or mm -hmm. try and like refine what those needs are. You know, do you want, is money more important? Like, do you want to like get a good cost benefit ratio, you know, like get the best bang for your buck? Or are you more mm -hmm. like, I want to buy that next TV that's going to last me, you know, 10 years. I want the absolute best technology. I want the best visual that, quality that, that, that i can that get that future that future proofing mm. that yeah and if you as well the question is is if your if your budget can off if your budget cannot allocate for that then is that what you do or well, buy it's, it once it's, 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 it's yeah it's we are buy once cry once as, as the saying goes mm. it's a good you know it is it's a good uh, it can be a good um thing to do it's not for everybody but it can be good for certain people mm. Well, like um, I would say uh, before you begin, I would say that I went with a mid-level Samsung in the sort of, you know, you're looking at between three to 500 euros, depending on screen size. Like it's LED, it does mm. HDR, sort of, you know, without OLED, you're never going to get like those, you know, really inky blacks to get like the actual HDR, but it, it has functional HDR. And it's good enough. You know, mm -hmm. you saw it. You have seen that TV. It's and a you, nice TV. It's nice. And it's not that expensive. That's mm. the thing. It's, um, do you want better? Uh, I, well, that, that, that's exactly the point. Like, I was looking um, at that exact range of TVs a while back, and I was thinking, this is not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea in terms of like, you know, bang for buck, so to speak. Like the quality is good, the price is decent, and it does what I need it to do at a very, you know, basic level. One of the things to note about televisions, and it's strange compared to other like pieces of technology and other pieces of like, you know, furniture and whatnot. Televisions have a tendency to stick around for way longer than you expect them to. They cycle mm -hmm. from being like the main piece to perhaps they become a secondary monitor or they, you know, they end up in the bedroom as like a secondary television. Then they end up your parents' house or your grandma's house, you know. Yeah. Like this, this, this 40 inch television, like I mentioned, I've had since 2014 and I hadn't really realized how long that is. Yeah. So when buying a TV, it is also somewhat important to consider like how long you may end up owning it for. And mm. if there is a certain feature that you want to buy in, it's best to sort of like buy into it early if you can almost guarantee that that feature is good enough for you. Well, that's um, the thing, you can't, you can't upgrade a television. It, you can't, you can't. No. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, if you want something, you got to get it there and then. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, because um, the, the other options, uh, I think with televisions, it really is about the the screen you know you're re, you know they all do apps these days you can almost it's almost impossible to not get a smart tv you know anything that isn't a smart tv is pretty much a monitor which is you know for the sake of today we are going to like separate monitors out like a television is a television it has speakers mm -hmm. it will take in a broadcast signal to watch live television its intended purpose is as a large viewing thing not to be plugged into a computer and used for excel for example 
So pretty much, yeah. pretty much, and the apps, the the apps that you're talking about, it is pretty much part of the equation today. Well, in my opinion, they all do the same thing. Like they're all going to come with Netflix, Disney Plus, Amazon, Roku. You know, there will be apps on there that you don't even want. Like mm. I don't think there is. Is Apple TV and Aircast is something you may have to look for. I, it was on my criteria. I wanted. Is it Aircast? What do they call Apple's thing? Airdrop. Uh, Airdrop. Uh, no, not Airdrop. Uh, what was it called? Airplay. Airplay. Apple Airplay. 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 That's the one. Yeah. So that was yep. on my list of things I wanted, and Samsung supported. And I don't use it as much as I thought I would, but it's nice to have. So yes, I understand nice like there's certain there. fe there's features that, you know, like Chromecast built in. That's something that mm. is nice to have. Um, but mm. for me with a television, you're really starting to look at things like, am I getting LED, OLED, or, you know, are we really wanting to go like far out and like try get quantum dots, which I haven't experienced what, yet. What, I've what just heard a lot of quantum dots look very, very nice on the reviews that have come out so far. Um, without mm. going too far into the weeds on this one, a company has been has developed a film that goes over the traditional LEDs that sort of refine the color space, oh, so okay. that they're, so right. that they're able to they're able to give you a very very color accurate picture with very low latency, without mm. the problems that come from OLED such as burn in and Ooh. haloing. Uh, Haloing is where, neat. like, uh, if you have white on black, you yeah, get that kind yeah, of, like, yeah. light bleed around it. Quantum Dot mm -hmm, looks amazing, but it's also probably the most expensive option right now. From what I'm I've sad, heard, man. from what I've heard, with Quantum Dot specifically, it seems to be, you know, it is very polarizing and it seems to depend on, like, the, the quality of the panel and, and how sort of, like, dense the, the quantum dot layer is. Uh, because the other thing it does is local dimming zones. Unless we're talking about something else entirely. But from my understanding, from what I've seen, is that you have essentially, instead of uh, one uniform light coming from behind the screen. So it doesn't matter if there's a black part of the screen or a white part of the screen, basically, you will have a uniform light. So any dark areas will appear gray. What Quantum Dot does, as far as I understand, is that it splits this, it splits the lighting on the screen to individual zones. So if there is a black area, then it will, it will turn off the light for that particular zone. Oh, right, okay. It's very so it's much magic, like essentially. It's what, it's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yes. it's, 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 well, it's, it's very much it's like some sort oh, of wizard that lives in your television. Got it? Yeah, it's very mm. much like OLED in that you know the backlight is and the local dimming zones will affect the performance. But I think with with quantum dots, uh, they call it QLED these days. Um, I think for quantum dot LED TVs, you can get away with fewer dimming zones like than you mm. can with OLED, which needs a lot of dimming zones to get like the highest performance. Oh no no no! O o OLED does dimming zones uh, natively. That that's that's the big perk of OLED. Like the individual mm -hmm. pixels light up. Oh, okay. Um, so Quantum Dot basically thing. Quantum Dot attempts to emulate this. What I will right? say is that without, without going too much further into the weeds, because that's not what we're here mm. to do. Both OLED and Quantum Dots are seeming to give us some 
amazing picture quality, right? I have seen mm. some of the reactions mm. to like the to both the latest OLED panels and the Q dot, and it's very nice. But you are looking at spending, you know, two to three thousand euros minimum to get Good Lord. big that, panels that is, in this technology. That, mm. That, that, that is basically the thing. So, the, you know, one of the questions is, okay, do I settle for, like, you know, the the very excellent, like, mid-range TVs, very reasonable pricing, very reasonable, like, you know, picture quality, very reasonable, you know, um, use cases. Like, it, it's not a bad option at all. Or do you wait and see, like, you know, what the next thing is or what the, the best item available on the market is? Uh, like, the it's, problem with... Uh, it's it's easy to fall into that trap of forever waiting to see what uh, comes out and then... Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, the problems of OLED are known. The problems of QLED, the quantum dot LED is one thing. And right around the corner, people are talking about QDOLED. <laughs> that, that seems to be the next step. There's never a good time to buy. We've said it before. Never, no. Yes. I will say, I'll it, say again. it again. There's and we'll never say a good forever. time to buy. There's always the next shiny coming. Mm. I think you've got to, do, if you've decided to take the plunge, you've kind of got to put your options in front of you. Like, And I think you have to like narrow it down to this exact television from this exact store. So, you know, it's going to cost mm. this much at this blah, blah, blah. And then uh, you got to make a decision. Yeah, that is, is, is the most difficult part. You, you, you do have to make a decision. However, I will, I will go back and say, like with, with TVs, because they do tend to stick around for a lot longer, it, it's not a bad idea to wait until you are comfortable with the decision. Yeah. Yes. Like I'm, uh, I'm sitting yeah. on this one. Yeah, and I'm very keeping important. an eye. Yeah. It is. I'm, I'm keeping is an eye on this, this next, next generation. Jeff of, is of the TVs. king of this type of buying. Um, mm. I think we can yeah. all take, a, take, <laughs> take notes from the way Jeff buys things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. You, know, you, do, you sit there and you do your research and you all that, and then you sit and you sit and you sit and the, and and the seasons pass <laughs> and save. But and if and if and if you know after like you know uh, you know a week two weeks three weeks four weeks depending on what kind of you know level purchase it is if you still want it brilliant but sometimes you know I've been like oh I definitely want the thing and I'll sit and wait and a month will go by and turns out eh, you know what I didn't need that you know I actually hmm. didn't want that at the time and it, it would have been wasted money. There are certain things you should probably you know really jump on medical things you should probably get pretty quickly. <laughs> um, do I really need a new pacemaker? I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> turns out it turns out it did need it, but it doesn't need it anymore. Mm. Pretty well, much. I, you know, you joke, but certain decisions do end up sometimes getting made for you like that. Like, you know, do I need this new thing? Do I not need this new thing? Sometimes, like, by waiting, like, a product is removed from the market. You're like, actually, I wanted that, but they don't make it anymore. Or mm. now I've got to wait for the next version of it. Yeah. Mm. Waiting is its own decision. Mm -hmm. But I think there's an enjoyment as well. Like, I personally enjoy very much researching all this stuff, you know, going on the websites, finding out all the little technical details. 
And then, you know, really narrowing it down to that one thing that I want and then deciding when's the right time to pull the trigger. You can save some money in sales, but these days it's really difficult to know if you're actually getting a good deal. A lot of stores Mm -hmm. like to bump the price up and then discount it so you're not actually saving much money. And there's the famous... <laughs> You're black- paying what you should be paying. <laughs> yeah, well, there's also the famous example of like some of the Black Friday sales. What you're actually getting mm. is a a different version of the television. They actually yeah. make, you know, like you'll With get... cheaper components. One, they'll actually, oh. instead of getting three HDMI ports, you get two. And mm-hmm. regional, that's, that's regional variants. That's yeah. important. It's very like, important to keep in mind. It's very important to be aware of those changes. Make mm. sure you're getting the panel that you have decided you want, you're getting the innards that you want and yeah, decide how many HDMI ports you want because once you get like a, you know, it's very easy. You get a switch, you get a PlayStation, boom, that's two ports already. You're probably going to want a third port so that people can plug a computer in from time to time. You know, Mm -hmm. these, all of this stuff is getting used very quickly. Yep. Potentially a fourth port if, you know, your cable, like internet provider gives you one of those IPTV boxes. Mm Mm-hmm. But for me personally speaking, I'm, I'm pretty much set on the fact that, yes, I do need a TV. It isn't urgent and I am very curious about this upcoming generation. I think around then will be when I might be able to make a decision. Well, that's good. I mean, again, that leans into it you, when you know what you want or you know what you're, you know where you're at. Sometimes hmm. that's good enough. It doesn't have to lead to a purchase. It's just important to know where you are in the, uh, in the uh, journey. <laughs> No, you're you're very right, and I think we're looking forward to how this progresses and to see how you approach buying this thing now that you've decided you want it, but not right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the end of the day, any TV you get will probably be good, right? Like it's what you watch on it, and and make sure that you know you take that extra time to like calibrate your TV because the default settings that your TV come with are 9 times out of 10 no. not very good they're there to they're designed so that when they put them in a store that the TV pops out at you it looks really bright and vibrant which is nice when you're like looking at it next to 30 other TVs but <laughs> oh. in your oh. home there's oh. like you know you can go online you can find like the right calibration settings for your TV and it really does make a whole world of differences to the quality yeah. of your uh, viewing. It, mm-hmm. it, it does. One one last point on this, you know, seeing all the TVs side by side, basically. You go into the stores, you, you might notice the differences while you're there. Once you have a TV in your home, that's it. You don't have another point of reference. That is the exactly. TV that you might be using. It's, it's, it's not going to make much of a difference ultimately, mm. is it, when you're at home? No. Mm-hmm. I, as long as you avoid, like, TVs that are have known problems that people are talking about or panels that just don't if a panel looks bad in a store it's gonna look bad in your home eventually Mm -hmm. so you know like you know taking the time to make the right decision is definitely worth it but once it's there just enjoy it that's the thing is really is just enjoying it enjoying what you have Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah all right okay so that that's been good and hopefully you'll keep us and the listeners updated on what you end up getting (laughs) it might be a wait we can make our 500th episode special. <laughs> we'll do that then. Okay, so thank you guys for joining us. I hope you've enjoyed that as much as we have. We've got plenty coming at you, so keep checking us out on Twitter where we are at Indulgently Mini 
You can also email us at indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com if you have any feedback, any topics you'd like us to cover, or just to ask us to please stop. <laughs> Please don't ask us to stop. Anyway. Because we're not going to Professional idiots at your service. Professional idiots at your service. So for me, thank you for joining us. I've been Moggy, joined this week by Jeff. Take it easy, guys. Go easy on yourself. And Murdoch. Remember, folks, indulge a little. Okay, take care of yourself, guys. See you for the next one. Bye. Bye. Have a good one.